And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Tuesday, May 23rd, after the Celtics won game four against the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat's first home loss of the postseason. Sam is Fortress. grinning ear to ear, and I have a bad feeling that they've pulled you back in, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm an idiot. I'm back. Oh, no. What a But disaster. they looked good today. They they. Truly, That's what they do. It, That's what it, they do to it you. Is, it is what they do. It is what they do. <laughs> but in a vacuum, today was a really good showing for them for the most part. That's a good way. They it. they went in the half down six. You thought they were kind of finished, which is fine. You're right to. You had no reason to think True. they wouldn't. Yeah. They they wouldn't uh, roll over. But in in all seriousness, they really did show a little bit of backbone today. It's about time. Mm-hmm. It only took you know too long, probably right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they win one sixteen to ninety nine and dominant win. At that. We like we have to watch convincing. another game. Got to watch another I, game. I was thinking about it during the game, and you say got to watch another game, and I landed on get to watch, or excuse me, you landed on we have to watch another game. Yeah, I say we get to watch another game. Mm. But only because we get to record another podcast. Yeah, we get to we get to do a pregame. I love the pot. Like genuinely, in two minutes in, I'm gonna say it now. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate you guys. Like that's all I've been thinking about the past few days. I'm like, oh, I want to do another podcast. Like it it feels good to grow and and you know the the love in the comments. We we genuinely appreciate that. But Mm. yeah, Celtics picked it up in game four. I keep wanting to say game five, but they're going to a game Mm. five. Um, they picked it up the first half. They were not the better team. They were the worst team objectively in the first half of the game. I think they were playing hard and it wasn't, excuse me, sorry. It wasn't because they weren't playing hard enough. It was just, they weren't executing well. Miami was getting too many open shots. Miami was making some tough ones too, which we can talk about. Celtics offense looked a bit too discombobulated. They weren't hitting their open shots. Second half comes out. They clamp up on defense. They're playing better on Jimmy. They're playing better on Bam. They're guarding the guys on the perimeter better. Some guys miss some shots on the heat, which helps as well. But then the offense, they're driving. They're kicking. Players are making threes. I made a couple big ones <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, early in the game. Grant was huge tonight. Don't worry. You know I'm going to talk about him at some point, so we'll get to that. Um, Joe Missoula made the right rotational decisions. Right. The defense looked better. The game plan looked better. Like they they just looked like the team that you needed to see in game one. And I tweeted this out. Like I said, they played hard in the first half and I tweeted they're playing with the intensity that they needed to bring in game two, because I think they played hard in game one. They just fumbled in the third. They're playing with the intensity they needed to bring in game two in this one. The execution wasn't there. And then when the execution came around in the second half, it came together and you saw why we keep saying the Celtics are the more talented team. The heat are just the better team. And the talent finally showed up in game four, which like you said, it might be too little too late, but it's nice to see that it's still there. (laughs) Yeah. Tatum was great today as he was in games one and two. The difference was he came out, obviously sat the first couple minutes of fourth quarter comes back in the game, gets a catch of the free throw line and makes the turnaround jumper. You know, what was crazy is he wasn't triple teamed. And then he continued to play good, continued to knock down shots, and he wasn't triple teamed. It's wild that he can make shots when he's not triple teamed. 
Oh my god, he made a field goal in the fourth quarter. Can you believe it? Yeah, because he wasn't triple teamed. These guys on the broadcast, the analysts on Twitter, like people that have played in the NBA are like calling him out for not making a field goal. He's triple teamed. He's making the right play. Good and you know what's tonight. crazy? It's crazy. Sorry, not to cut you off. It's crazy that Jason Tatum cannot be triple teamed when his teammates actually make shots. Exactly. I, I tweeted it. it yeah. It, it's wild when like Grant Williams has 14 points, how they can't just be like, hey, we're going to throw literally everybody at Tatum. Yeah. Also, no, but- I mean, all five starters were pretty solid they today. Jalen wasn't great, but and, and Marcus had a rough start, but they all hit double figures. Kind of important. Yeah, good it, it was a them. good. Yeah, it was a good all around game uh, for the Celtics starters. Like you said, Smart played pretty well. Al Horford hit his shots, which he really needed to. Smart still was inefficient, but he was doing like the hustle plays. He was getting out in transition. You could tell that he was. More Do they have the player. splits for the half shit? I'm curious what his second half was. Yeah, let me look here. I could just go combine maybe, this with uh... game one, and you would have like the best game ever. Like the first <laughs> half of game one plus the second yeah. half of game four for Marcus. Hold up, let's see here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, third quarter through fourth quarter. Is this the second half? This is just the second half, I think. I don't know why it just doesn't say second half. Marcus Smart, six points, one assist, two of four from the field, two of three from three. No. Well, you go. So it's better. It's more efficient, and that's what you need. Um, but no, yeah, just like, is this right? No, I feel I like this is right. correct. That's definitely no, not right. I, I don't think the game book is updated. Sorry. Um, game book is cooked. Hold on, I can just do some quick maths. Okay, he was sorry. That was the third quarter. Six points, okay. two of four in, from the field, two of three from three in the third, and then in the fourth, it hasn't updated yet. So I, I okay. don't know. But he he was definitely better in the second half, all, all things considered. Jalen Brown had a better game. I mean, the well, bar was the floor, but he had a, he had a better game. He kind of had a better game because he was more under control. What did he did he turn the ball over only once, which is once. what you need. He hit five fouls, mm. really. Uh, turned the ball over once. But when it was just him out there at the beginning of the fourth quarter, things were not going well. They wholeheartedly mm. needed Tatum to be in this game when they were playing successful basketball. Tatum was great. Going forward, you're not going to get away with that. Brown has to be able to create for you. It's good he didn't force things. He was a little bit more passive today, which was kind of a good thing. He was making smart plays. He kicked out of a three. He had a couple of good passes. The basket. Yeah. Like he was making the right basketball decision today, which is a step in the right direction. However, you are going to need him to be able to knock down the shots and be the bucket getter that we've kind of talked about all season that we've had the confidence in because there's going to come a time where you're not up 17 points. I said to my dad while we were watching the game and it was when they were making that run in the third quarter, I think they cut it to three. And I was like, this is crazy because in order for them to win this game, they're going to really have to have this run be an avalanche. So it's a blowout mm. because if this is a close game, they're not going to win. And that was kind of the case. It never got what closer than five in the fourth. Uh, something like that. I, I know once they went on the huge run, I think the heat only cut it to like 13. Like I it didn't get below double digits in like the last five minutes. Like if they, they manage to win a close game, like say game five's close and they win, you can really start playing the, in the hall of the mountain King. Like it's building up, <laughs> building up like, uh Oh, I will say, can, Watch the Red Sox in 2004. <laughs> they put By it on the, the broadcast. Way, very well, very tough for Miami having Jeter and A Rod in the arena. Yeah, I saw. interesting decision by them. <laughs> I am, I was anti it all day. Still don't know how on the wagon I am with that. Just that helps, yet. though. 
they have to they have to prove it to me a little bit more. I'm I'm back I'm back interested though, and I I saw enough to somewhat be like okay, like there is something here. There's something. It would have been cool if they didn't just die in game three, and it, like yeah. actually like showed some sort of effort, or didn't blow like the first two games. Like let's not pretend they didn't blow those games. Miami absolutely out executed them down the stretch in both of them. They're better, but, but yes. they were winnable games. Make no mistake. Definitely. What did you think would happen in a close game? Yeah. <laughs> and then circling back to Brown, he was also better on defense. Like in, in, mm. in the past few games, like I'm not saying he was necessarily like terrible on defense in the first three games, but you look at the Jalen Brown that shut down James Harden versus the Jalen Brown you've been getting on defense this series. And there's a very stark difference. I don't think he, break. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, 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 he legitimately might be injured. I think what you said, like he might, he might have <clears throat> be dealing with an elbow thing. It's not an excuse for, putting the effort but um he didn't get back to the level of he's clamping up you know like he was against james harden but he was a lot better and he put in a lot more effort on the defensive end in this one which was good jason tatum like you said we were texting earlier about you know can brown be the number one this was before the game when we were in shambles like can brown be a number one can tatum be a number one and i i said firmly that yes tatum can be a number one and the reason I said firmly Tatum, yes, Brown only in the right situation is because of games like this, where not only did he have 33 points, 14 of 22 from the field, four of nine from three, but he also had 11 rebounds, seven assists, a steal and two blocks. Jason Tatum is fully capable of being the fulcrum of an offense. Jalen Brown is one of the best scorers in the NBA but Jason Tatum is one of the best players in the NBA. Jalen Brown's up there too, but Jason Tatum is capable of running a team when he needs to. And seven assists, I, five turnovers, you'd like that number to be down, but that's well, because he's got the ball in his to his uh, recovery, it felt like three of them came right off rip. True. He had at least two, <laughs> like, in the first three minutes of the game. Yeah, they were they were hounding him. But great Again, game triple Tatum. team, because they... Literally don't respect anybody else on the team. Mm -hmm. Big from Horford too. Three of six from three. Uh, you need that. You just need it from him. Solid defense as well. Derek White with just a massive game. Finally got some extra minutes. 27 tonight. 16 points. Two assists. Two rebounds. Two steals. Two blocks. He had it from Ed the get-go. <clears throat> better defense on Jimmy. Jimmy still attacked the matchup, but he he seemed to stand firm a bit more. Derek White still has one of the weirdest whistles in the league, though. Like he'll get called for some ghost fouls, and he, he won't say anything. But it's just it's a it's a very niche thing that I've noticed over the course of the season. Like he'll just get pick up weird fouls. Um, Rob was solid. You could tell he had an impact on the defensive end, which is huge. Um, but like I said, the biggest thing for me in this one, not Grant. I mean, yes, but we'll, we'll get to that. The mm. biggest thing for me in this one, go play the right people. Like and, and as I <coughs> excuse me, sorry, as I've cooled off from game three, as much as the Celtics could probably have a better win now ready coach, I you have to step back, and I've seen it a lot with like all the shitty discourse on Twitter today, like Joe was really just thrown into this. Like he, he didn't apply. He didn't like go through a process. Like, you know what I'm saying though? Yeah, it wasn't really, up like, on Indeed. <laughs> thrust into, into this role. And no, he did apply, but he, it was like one of them jobs you see on Indeed. And you're like, I'll never get this. And then like yeah, exactly. an interview and but, they're like, when can you start? And he's like, what? I, and I completely get 
the calls to fire him. And I'm not even going to disagree with it, but you can see the difference in the rotations in this one. After game two, all I talked about after game two was, okay, Joe Mazzula refused to play Robert Williams and Derek White down the stretch. And they were the second and third best players in game two. He just wouldn't play them. In this one, Malcolm Brogdon, 16-30. Derek White, 27-20. Grant Williams, 29. You played the people that were playing well instead of just blindly going with Malcolm Brogdon. I think a big part of that is, I don't know if this is how Joe's brains works, but <laughs> in my mind, or how I perceive it is, Malcolm Brogdon shoot well, Malcolm Brogdon get minutes. And Agreed. I don't think I don't think that's necessarily how it should work because Joe's got the like 2K, <laughs> like when you can go in and go minute by minute and set your rotations like he's got that and he just has it set to like auto rotations. Yes. And I was glad to see him break the auto rotations tonight because um, Malcolm Brogdon, I've, I've become a hater at this point, but like he's just, he's just he's been the bad. He's been, objectively, today. he's been objectively terrible. This He series. was terrible. He was not today. Good. Um. And and luckily Joe didn't play him 33 minutes and mm. and I don't care if he shot three of six in game one or whatever he shot in whatever game did he have if the he uh, IHOP later um, forearm sleeve on today I don't know I didn't notice I don't think um, he did eyeball emoji I'm... to that maybe he's back <laughs> next game maybe he's back hey we'll see but I, I'm I'm glad Joe played the right people that was a big thing for me I think this was a, a better Joe game yeah <laughs> good game from Joe yes he had perhaps like the LeBron face where it's game six LeBron, but it's Joe standing there. <laughs> I love your meme. I don't know if it's you tweeted this or somebody else. There's just a picture of Joe floating around him looking really confused. Just no, like... I don't have that one. <laughs> Dude, I'm great. telling you, I can't trash the guy too hard. It's probably illegal because I'm from Rhode Island. <laughs> like the police will just come and take me away. Yeah, no better Joe game. But I, 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 I am legal obligated well you're allowed you're not from here okay no you're no, not no from no, around no. here are you <laughs> um that's not what i was gonna say but i'm st i'm not fully back on the joe train it, mm. it's but it's not jover anymore that's it's not, not jover jo it's like <laughs> it's, that's that's easily one of like my favorite memes yeah. i love i like it's clover too <laughs> and the Those thank are phenomenal you fans. yes yes but I am legally obligated to talk about Grant Williams. I'm sorry. I have to mm. do it. It's okay. He was, he wasn't the best player. I'm not going to go that far, but I think he, I genuinely believe he was the most impactful player in this game. And I, I messaged the Celtics blog chat. Cause I'm going to write about him for the morning. And I said, I want to write about shockers. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and everybody um, was like, wow, that was <laughs> minus like 1500 odds. Yeah. But, uh, Bill Sy, the editor, asked me like, "Why?" and like, just, just like, so I think he was being sarcastic, but I answered him. And what I said was, um, or Bill, I like, asked, "What did he do?" and it, being sarcastic, but I'm, I answered, I'm like, "He had a super cool I, block." I, yeah, right. But no, I genuinely think he is the only player on the roster who has cared every single time he's touched the court in this series. I think Rob, Rob, maybe, but I like, think you Rob know what I'm deserves saying? a shout. Sure, but in terms of intensity caring always going all out no matter what bringing the heat no pun intended <clears throat> he is like one number one not close for me this series and as much as you can laugh and as much as he got 
absolutely dunked on, trashed on after talking trash to Jimmy Butler's game two, right? Mm. After talking trash to Jimmy Butler in game two. I said it right after to you, and I, I doubled, came back on it a little bit, but I'm back on where I was in the first place. Like, if you trash on him for that, you don't know ball. I, I'm I sorry. Was wrong. Uh, sure. And I retracted like, it. And I respect that, but like, mm. How are you going to before that on our pregame show? Tune in 30 minutes for every game, by the way. There'll be one for game five. There you go. Um, on the pregame show, our chat was literally begging for Marcus Morris because that's how little intensity was in this series from the Celtics. Grant goes out there and shows the tiniest sliver of it getting in Jimmy Butler's face. <laughs> and and he and he's the reason they lost. That's it's absolutely the, uh... ridiculous. Jay King, I'm sorry, I'm almost done. Jay no, King wrote okay. a whole article and he framed it as Grant Williams, uh, what was it? He he poked the bear, but the Celtics need to be the bear. And that's it, it, there's no better way to phrase it. The Celt Grant Williams went at Jimmy Butler trying to spark something, and the Celtics wilted into the background, did not support him, and crumbled the rest of the game. People look at the stats, they say, Oh, Jimmy Butler, you know, he he scored eight points, you know, down the stretch. He he led them the heat one on this massive run. In the final eight minutes of the game, Jimmy Butler had eight points. Grant Williams had seven points. And mm. the rest of the fucking Celtics team had five points. Mm. That's not Grant Williams' fault. He outscored the rest of the team in the final five minutes. And he was the only one who had a field goal in the last eight minutes of the game. Not to mention he was the only one who gave a shit. And he's the reason they lost? Hell no. He's the only person who's cared every time he stopped on the court. And then in game four, you finally see the results. You got 29 minutes, 13 seconds. That was his playing time. Fourth on the team behind the Jays and Marcus. 14 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, the massive block on Jimmy, which I'm pretty sure he turned around and said something to him. I would have to double check, but I think he, I think he turned the head a little bit. Four or seven from the field, four of six. He from thought eight. better of it. Yeah, He's he like, was oh, maybe not. <laughs> he was phenomenal in this game. He deserves all the credit in the world. And it is an absolute joke that he was not in the playoff rotation. That is like number one reason why Joe is on my shit list. It makes no sense. The stupidest decision I've ever seen. He was he's literally been great every time he's touched the floor outside of those like 30 seconds in game five against Philly. He's been great. Every other times outside of that. And they just decided, you know what? This guy and Bobby Manning's been big on this too. So I'm like, I'm, I'm stealing from him a little bit here. This is a guy who got 27 plus minutes all last season, all last playoffs, played a huge role, came in, started the year, played a ton of minutes. And then he's just DNPs, DNP, DNP, no fucking sense. Absolute crap. And, and he's showing you why it was, it was bullshit now. So I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. A few things. One, maybe instead of talking to Jimmy, he should have said to Brown and Tatum, get like me, and just got in their face. He does get in their face. He got in Jalen's face in this game. No, I mean in game two. Too little too late from Grant now. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Also, uh, Marcus Morris, Grant Williams is the uh, harassment meme at work where it's the handsome guy and it's Marcus Morris. And then the fat guy is Grant Williams, and she's calling HR. <laughs> That's a good way. That's what I wanted to it. say. Uh, as far as Grant goes, though, he really was excellent today. He made some big threes. Very he was good. playing pretty good defense, and he was impactful. Obviously earned the mm -hmm. half hour he spent on the floor, and I'm really happy he's playing well. It's important to have guys making threes in this series. You saw how important it was to Tatum, 
who uh, wasn't triple team today, so he could make shots in the fourth quarter. Can you believe it? <laughs> Having somebody, first of all, it was great that Horford started hot too, because that he he is again an important player for the Celtics team. When these guys aren't making threes, you might as well just put me out there and say good luck. <laughs> but Grant, another guy is a guy that can make threes, another guy that can play defense. Big asset for you in this series. Okay, you've won one. Could have won three. Probably could have won three. <laughs> uh, but you have one. Okay, so now you, you take it one game at a time. You go out. Thursday night and uh, mm-hmm. you make threes again and you try and when they play zone, uh, maybe put Tatum at the free throw line instead of having him handle the ball 30 feet from the basket. Perhaps uh, that's a good idea or smart. You can put smart at the free throw line. He makes good decisions, but that that's a key place to touch the ball. You put me at the free throw line. I'm very good at that. It's like the one thing I can do is just <laughs> turn around there and make shots. They're in the baseline. Yeah. They did a better job at breaking the zone in game four. It was awesome. It mm-hmm. was like, Wow. Three years later, it's like I think I, I think it's it especially clicked. frustrating because, like you said, like that's just something I I didn't even play basketball in high school because I was short and well I I was athletic. on the team but I didn't really play either so I know but boat. like my point is like anybody could make that adjustment my sister could make that adjustment like what are we doing like you know what I'm saying and that's not even a shot at Missoula that's a shot on like why aren't the Celtics just doing it of, of their own well right? actually what happened is Missoula took them to uh, a church league game in Miami and he said wow watch these little kids break the zone. <laughs> <laughs> and then they figured it out. <laughs> oh man. No, I mean it, it was very nice to see them finally find a way to break Miami's defense because they just I mean, to put it simply, they <laughs> haven't been able to. Um in, in three years they haven't been able to. Yeah, yeah. And been. it was funny in the fourth quarter, right? Boston plays this awesome third quarter. It was essentially the reverse third quarter from game one. Boston scores 38. Miami only has 23. Then they come out in the fourth and Spolster slaps that zone on. And I, did I text you? And I was like, look at this. Spolster's like, yeah, I'm going to start trying now. And he just put the zone on and they started to melt when Tatum was on the floor. They did. I was like, wow. Like he like got all of us. He got every single one of us. He got us all excited. And he said, okay, boys go do old reliable. These guys are morons. (laughs) Luckily for them. They finally broke it. Uh, they put Tatum back in, and he came out and made a jump shot, and that was the end of it. But, man, they yes. were playing with fire there at the beginning of the fourth quarter. These guys go as Tatum goes, I guess. Credit to Tatum. So. He played like a leader today, especially in the second half. They were kind of trashing him at halftime. Uh, Shaq, Chuck, all of them, deservedly so. I mean, these guys really didn't look that great in the first half. They hung yeah. around just enough. Usually it's the other team that the Celtics let hang around. It was nice to be on the other end of that a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. No, definitely. Uh, I now have to pose you the difficult question of where does this leave the Celtics? Like they're coming back home where they haven't been particularly great for game five. Um, You have to imagine they're feeling all right. You have to imagine they know what to do. I hope they feel terrible. (laughs) Whatever they felt. I hope they feel it. Good. Eric Spolster is definitely going to have adjustments because he's Eric Spolstra. Very true. I'm not asking for a prediction, but how are you now feeling moving forward? Does it what change time anything? It? Yeah, sure. It's what three time? o'clock. We're back. For those for those who don't know, the, the meme Pull is it up. oh gosh, three o'clock. Uh what what is what is what are the sayings? How does it go? It's, Run me through. It's over is nine o'clock. It's so over is twelve o'clock. We're back is three o'clock. We're so back is six o'clock. It's a big yes, big wheel, we big cycle of being <laughs> Here's a sports the fan. 
Here it is. Yeah, we pulled it Celtics. up. And there it is. So it's three <laughs> o'clock right now. We're back. It's so over. We're back. So we're back, as in you're feeling okay heading we're into f- game game five. They're at home. Now, again, been very good hosts in the playoffs. Very good to their guests. Uh, let them leave with some party favors. <laughs> I'd imagine. I saw Bill Koch of the Providence Journal tweet this out. If they just roll in a bunch of these old Red Sox players and they just lean into this and just put them up on the big screen, yeah. maybe you'll get some juice from the crowd. And I also love the trashing of the home crowd. Like they don't have a reason to be antsy after paying like half their kids college tuition to go to a playoff game where the team can't be reliable. Definitely. <laughs> so we'll see what they do in game five. Last series, we thought they would come out in game five and play for real. They didn't. Yeah. Uh, thought they might come out in game three of this series and play for real. Thought they come out in game two. They kind of played okay in game two, but then they melted yeah. per usual. So there is no predicting the Celtics team. Like you said, you didn't ask me for a prediction. But right now, I feel good. I feel good about what I just watched. I saw them adjust mid-game, which we don't always get to see. But they finally cracked see. down on the zone. Yeah, You saw them dig deeper and find another level defensively in that third quarter. I mean, mind you, Miami did get sloppy. Like, you can't give the Celtics complete credit. Like, things didn't go perfectly for Miami in the first time in this series. Mm-hmm. First time in how long in the playoffs for these guys? Like, I texted you about this. It's kind of crazy what happens when, like, Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent aren't the second coming of Jordan Pippen. And Caleb Martin was in the first half. Yeah. And I as much as... As much as it's annoying, like you got to give him credit. They're playing out of their minds. I mean, he drives to his left every time and finishes with his right. How do they not know (laughs) this is coming? Yes. And if the Heat fans find us today, which I'm not sure they're going to, this is not a game that you go seeking the opponent's podcast. Yeah. You do welcome back. And yes, you're probably upset that I just trashed those two guys. But Gabe Vincent, by the way, Came into this series in the playoffs, 38-36 splits. So, actually, I think it's less than <laughs> hope, 36 Hope Gabe Vincent's okay, by the way. That looked nasty, that that ankle. That was ugly to see. Um, see, I didn't even see it. Like, I, I was watching the game, but they kept showing replays where, like, Jalen Brown was just in the way. Don't pull it You up. didn't? Okay, well, Don't he – it, it was non-contact. He didn't, like, land on anybody's foot. Yeah, he, he rolled his ankle. Straight on his ankle. It you was had the PTSD. Yeah, no, it was bad. It, his it shoes were similar to your shoes. Similar really? color. Yeah, it was light blue. Oh, yeah. It, it was worse than mine. So I hope he's okay. Oh, it was but worse than yours? <laughs> My, uh, yeah, no, it was really bad. Um, and Lowry, he was dead for five seconds and then he was back. <laughs> yeah, he got right back up. Not a prediction, but a, it's technically a prediction, but it's not like a series or score prediction. Hmm. If the Celtics shoot 40% from three, they will have a chance. That is my that is my very, very obvious prediction. But seriously, though, they shot 40% today. They shot 45 threes of their 84 shots. And as much as you say, like, oh, they need to do this, 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 like, that is how they've played all season. And the reason it hasn't worked is because their guys are cold. And if their guys are cold, they're not going to win anyways at this point. As, as much ready? as you want to say have as much as – let me finish as well, much I'm as not. you're going to say, have a backup plan asking a lot for my internet to work. I know as much as we're going to sit here and say, you know, have a backup plan, shoot more threes, blah, blah, blah. Like at this point in the season, they're simply not going to have that backup plan. They're simply not going to change the way they've played all season. 
this is who they are. They are a very high volume three point shooting team. The backup plan is to have Jason Tatum and or Jalen Brown drafted paint and play really well. But like, this is who they are. And as, as much as you, you can disagree if that's who they should be, that, that that's just who they are. They're a high three point shooting team. And if they shoot well from three, they're going to win. And if they don't, they're going to lose. And, and if they play defense, that will obviously help if they don't shoot well. But for the most part, three point shooting is the way the Celtics are going to win. Like it or not. That's just who they are. Well, many are saying Miami didn't score hundred points today. They also, you're right. Could be, could be a reason Celtics won this game. Defense is also huge. I will also counter by saying some, some would say in the third quarter when they were turning them over a bunch of times, that was really big. It was good. It was also big that you got Al Horford not hitting zero threes and Marcus Smart. We talked about this. It's super important for Tatum not getting triple teamed. If they can make threes, it makes things easier on the stars. The the floor gets spaced. Spolstra is an all-in coach. I'll give you an example. Game seven last year, Celtics are up 13 with like three minutes left. And then he just commits to leaving guys wide open from three and daring them to shoot. And Smart (laughs) missed four or five. And Jimmy Butler was like a foot away from making me go into cardiac arrest with a game. <laughs> one he, he yeah. commits. He is an extremist coach. You see it with the zone. You you've seen it in the fourth quarter. These first three games when Tatum was in games one and two, again, triple teams every time he's just sending the house at Tatum and blitzing him because there was nobody else. The Celtics could rely on today. He wasn't able to do it. You know Why? Horford, three of six. Derek White, three of seven from three. Grant, four of six. When these guys are reliable and just hanging out there, yeah. Also, shout out to Derek White for doing a little bit on the drive today, too. Mm -hmm. He's at his best when he's allowed to get inside and somewhat create for other guys. He's not doing anything crazy. He's not Kyrie doing crazy layups or anything. But when he's able to bump somebody and make a couple floaters, that's big, too. Those are good baskets to get. Yeah. Agree. Big brain take Agreed. for me. Easy <laughs> baskets, good, but really, it's important I, when he's able to do that. As, as this is also another big brain take, but like three point shooting defense, like that's that's how they that's win it. the series. I don't. And as much as you say, like, oh, you know, get to the hoop, shoot mid range. As much as that's cool, that's not who this team is. That's well, not how they're going to win games. In it's fairness, just not how they're going to win games. They do need to shoot mid range if they're playing a zone at the free sure. throw line. Sure, but. If they don't take and make threes, they're not going to win. I'm, That's true. I'm they have to make the threes that. right now. Mm-hmm. That's just not how I'd imagine. I'm not saying Spolster's not going to adjust because you know he is. Mm-hmm. But I'm imagining he's going to be like, prove it again. Do it again. Yeah. Make a bunch of threes probably. again. Where, Where's the clock going to be if they do end up winning game five? Mm-hmm. Be inching towards six. Inching towards six. Probably like a 4 p.m. 5 if they p- win game five, it's like, okay, they've done this. Before. Eyes emoji. It's eyes emoji. It's eyes emoji. Because okay. they, they've come back from 3-2 twice. <laughs> yes. This year. As last. Greeny said, as Greeny said, plenty of teams have come back from down 3-1. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'll say this too. I've written about this multiple times throughout the playoffs. As frustrating as it is to hear the Celtics spew the same crap after every game, because they do, they do. It's very frustrating. I know you've been a big mock the post game quotes. Oh, I can't. I know. But the good thing about them is they say the same thing no matter if they win or lose. It's it's almost always the same crap, and that's because they don't. They should come out after wins and be like, nobody. We need to be better. (laughs) Yeah, no. We're the best team ever. 
genuinely, if there was a team to just keep looking forward, like as much as they often don't learn from their mistakes, like they're not thinking about the past game. They just do the same stupid stuff, right? They, they completely leave the past game in the past. And as much as it's frustrating when they make the same mistakes and they say the same post game quotes, it's like after a win, it's a good thing that they look ahead and they don't dwell on the win and they don't, you know, bask in the victory. So, I, I do think they will push forward. Now I'm I'm not sitting here saying they're going to win because I truly have no idea with this team anymore. But I I do think it bodes well for them that they refuse to live in the past. I texted you after this. I said my favorite quote is "Don't don't live in the past, learn from it." And if the Celtics don't do that, they're not going to win. Um, and if they do, they have a small chance. <laughs> I said I can't wait. I just can't I wait. So, oh my God, if they get this to seven games and then they lose, I will. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Disaster. I was saying to my dad downstairs while we were watching the game, I was like, I would have rather them lose today than go to seven and lose. Because they on TNT, <laughs> they showed the graphic of like this many teams lost in four games when they went down 0-3, this many in five, six, et cetera. It was only three for game seven. And he was like, wow, three went to game seven. And I was like, yeah, I would literally hate that. That would be the worst thing ever. I will also say it would be a very Celtics thing to do. Oh, you bet it would. You to bet it would be. To win everything. Yeah. To, or like win the series. Yeah. That would be the most fucking Celtics thing on the planet if they just won the series. Well, you know, it's cool is they didn't get swept like another team. This is true. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. The last however many minutes of the show. <laughs> Peace out, Bozo. Yeah. At least Bozo. the Celtics. Hey, the Heat and the Celtics. If, if there's any Heat fans listening to this. Even you guys can appreciate it. At least the Celtics didn't get so like the Lakers. Lakers packed up. See you later. See you later. I'll also say it was uh, – I saw a tweet about this. LeBron James, low-key big brain for saying he might retire. So now the attention isn't on the sweep. It's on is he going to play. Anybody believing LeBron's going to retire, little brain. <laughs> because you know more than anybody on the planet, LeBron wants the farewell circle jerk tour. Yes. Look at me. He is the biggest look at me guy like ever. If you thought he was going to, if you have any inkling of your being that thinks he's going to retire without that, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I truly do not know. I have nothing for you. The real question is, do you think he stays in LA? He's under contract. Yeah, but if he's LeBron, if he said, yeah, his kids in college in Southern California, he's not going anywhere. I'm just just asking. Kevin O'Connor says Warriors. He he, he winked at it. Imagine. And the scenes, this, you know, it'd be fire. I hope they trade Draymond for LeBron. That would so be kind of funny. Yeah, that, that would be really funny because, you know, Draymond's like, please no, no, come me, play with me. Let me take it a step. They should trade Draymond and Poole. So they're still on the same team. And, and Draymond doesn't get to be teammates with LeBron. If Draymond uh, joins the Lakers, D'Lo's getting punched. <laughs> Maybe Austin Reeves. I don't know too much about his personality, but all it's going to take is one like step back at the free throw line. I'm him him jumper on Draymond in practice for him to get his (laughs) nose broken. And then who else? Anthony Davis mm, can't punch him because he'd miss the whole season. Who else is on that team? Mo Bamba. Maybe they turn on the song about him. Tristan Thompson and Draymond can't believe that Mo Bamba has a song punch. (laughs) Jordan Poole's going to get the recoil. He's going to punch somebody else and he just gets the back. Well, Uh, everything I've read about the punch is like he was being a prick and like giving Steve Kerr a hard time. Jordan kind of mm. yeah, I kind of back Draymond in that. If that's what the story is, <laughs> and that's true, 
have some respect for your coach, buddy. You're 23. I mean, what have you really done? You're on the championship team last year, but these other guys have all been a team for years. Kerr has been the leader of that team. Have some respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good, if that's true, and that in all serious, all jokes aside, even though it is funny, like that that happened. Like good for Draymond. Knock some sense into him. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it today before this game happened. And I was like, what if the Celtics went and got Draymond? Like if they found a way to get him where he wasn't super duper expensive. I wonder if he'd be good. Obviously, he, he doesn't fit the three point shooting, but I think Draymond to an extent is a good leader. You know who they I should think trade he, for him? What'd you say? Did you know who they should trade for him? Marcus. Oh, who? My hate tour. Rap, rap, let's get oh, my hate tour going. Brogdon? Yep. Get it. Let's Brown. do it. Pack it. No, no. Brogdon. Pack him up. Let's see. I I would eyeball it at Draymond on the Celtics. I like I Draymond. Brogdon I've always Dray- said Draymond would be a good Celtic. I do Brogdon for Draymond. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't think it's going to happen now. It, no, it wouldn't, but I would. I would make the trade. You have Pritchard still. It's fine. You do have Pritchard. Yeah. Pritchard and then you could roll uh, had a basket today. Right? He did. Yes, good one of him. one. Four points, free throws, too. <laughs> good for Pritchard. Big yeah, one man. minute for Pritchard. No longer the leader in uh, field goals in the fourth quarter, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I like Draymond. I, do you think Draymond stays in Golden State? I mean, we're just yes. rambling at this point. Do you think he stays in Golden State? I do. Do you think, what about, like, Poole, Wiggins? Like, what do you think changes on that team? Well, I think Poole's, st- I mean, not Poole. I think Wiggins is staying, for sure. Yeah, but Poole, I think, think Poole has the biggest, like, possibility to be traded same with Kaminga because he's like they're not playing me and then Kerr kind of said like this guy needs to work to earn minutes I think they should call up the Raptors and say give me Siakam and Ananobi and we'll give you Poole, Kuminga, Gary Payton and whatever picks and hang up the phone and make that deal yeah because well, the Raptors nice already wanted teams doing stuff instead of having yeah. to figure out what the hell the Celtics will do yeah which the we Raptors could very already... well be doing on Thursday we could. Raptors already wanting Kuminga though, so like, I feel like they'd pick up the phone at the very least. But the Warriors are weird. They have these young guys, yeah. and obviously they tried to do like a mix of timelines, kind of like the, the two timelines a couple years thing. ago. It worked for one year. I mean, they won, so they did whatever. win. And Wiseman got the super cool picture with the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> but really, we out. can all be happy that the Lakers lost. Yes, you can wipe the sweat off your forehead. They're not winning another <laughs> championship this year. Huh. Uh, Jokic, big win for out of shape guys. He literally like stumbles his way to the finals. Not that he didn't play well, but he's just not really that coordinated. That Jokic shot was insane. If you showed me a video of that and you grayed out the other team and you said, what team did this happen against? I would tell you the Celtics. Like that, Jokic. I just watched Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent light up the Celtics for three games. Yeah, I'm prepared for anything. Genuinely, I think Jokic is the best player on the planet. I'm re- no, I'm dead ass. I'm ready to say it. He's he's the best player in the world. He is. I really am not fair to have this conversation with because I have not watched any of these games, and not on purpose. It's just he's like disgusting. Been, when the Celtics have their off everything. days, like I have to get my like hangout time in. Yeah, whether it's friends or whoever else. I haven't uh, even Kaylin. watched super closely, but like watching what I have watching him defensively which has been better watching him offensively which is just even better than he ever has been especially with the Giannis getting knocked at first round the, the best is, is best when you introduce somebody to basketball and you're like hey look at this guy he's good would you believe that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just out there like stomping around 
I saw a video on TikTok today, and it was like your uh, POV. You're playing Jokic, and it's just they have him running in like slow motion with the music, like dun, 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 like him getting up the court. And then the, the video is like just him standing over a player, and it's like looking up. He goes, "Damn, this guy is huge!" And uh, they have him run into a screen. And the guy just dies after running into the screen. <laughs> it's very funny. Jokic What's is, interesting with the Lakers, behemoth. though. D'Angelo Russell will not be asked back. I can't imagine they're going to be like, please come back and play for us. Really? Does that mean they so? go? I mean, he sucked. He was terrible in these playoffs. I well, know. Not, but not you... these playoffs as a whole, but this series, he was really bad. Can you really base a future contract off of one series, though? I mean, we've had some conversations about a certain individual. I know, but like, I don't think that Celtics would trade Jalen Brown based on the series alone. I think it would be. I think it's different though, genuinely, because I, I think no, 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 no. Seriously, Jack from like, six hours ago might tell you something. Different. No, 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 no. no I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. I think the reason the Celtics could consider a Jalen trade this summer, if they end this way, is because of how long they've been together. It's true. This Lakers score has been together for half a season, and they were really good in that half a season. Well, the reason I say that is truly because Kyrie, Kyrie, and he's yeah. been hanging out at these games. I don't really buy it. LeBron Dallas could do the whole supposedly oh, a I'm retiring. Get me Kyrie. <laughs> it's true. That was part of the ringer article today about that too. Yeah. But according to bleach report, Kyrie has had a handshake agreement with the Mavericks prayers for them. Cause they're going to get killed for tampering <laughs> since before he was traded. It sounds like he's going to be there for a three plus one. So good on them. They get four years, well, maybe of crazy. We've seen Kyrie say this, he'd this go is one very place true. Before. You know, actually, I, I if mean, Kyrie says he's going to play for your team, that means he's not playing for your team. Yeah. So, uh, idiot Mavericks. <laughs> oh man, if you went to the Lakers, are the Lakers the most hateable team ever from a Celtics standpoint? Yes, objectively. LeBron, Kyrie, and the Lakers, and Anthony Davis, and Davis, and his stupid dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate those guys. Yeah, and they have it. Austin Reeves running around saying he's him. And hear me out. I don't know if they're better. If it oh, costs like them, if, like if they get Kyrie on the team, you don't think if it they get Kyrie, if if they can bring back Reeves, Hachimura, like the same depth pieces, then I think they'll be a better team than they were. But like if getting Kyrie costs them, and I don't know the math off the top of my head, like if they can't bring back Reeves and or Hachimura or someone else offers and they can't match because they signed Kyrie, they will be a worse team. Because it will just be the Russell Westbrook thing over again. I don't care about, oh, he's a better fit. It, it's sacrificing star power at the expense of, de- or adding star power at the expense of depth. And we realized in today's NBA that's just not how it works necessarily. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we, we've talked about this in recent days because we're like, what the hell do the Celtics do if they lose? I texted you that the Nuggets have built the perfect NBA team. Genuinely, they have the superstar, the you potential big, best fat, player white in the guy. world. Yep, they have the bucket getter slash ball handler who's I'm been really elite. Mean to Jokic. Jamal Murray's great. They have a great third star who's one of the best shooters in the world. They have a great defensive leader, Aaron Gordon's amazing on that side of the ball. They have arguably one of the best three and D players in the league in Contavious Caldwell Pope. They have a great jack of all trades guy who just does everything in Bruce Brown. They have an amazing veteran in Jeff Green, as much as you want to laugh at it, like he just is. Like Form they have built a great roster. Like in a good coach who they've stuck with, like, and they have good team chemistry. Like this is the nuggets are everything. The Celtics are in the East and just in the West. And do you remember the day they're better? Do you remember the day when I texted you and I was like, my mom just met 
KCP's dad. Yes, it was he funny. works for Delta, and they were at this company <laughs> event, and she's like, "Do you know this NBA player?" And sent me a picture of him. And I was like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> and she's like, "His dad's sitting with me at this event," and she sent me a selfie of the two of them at this Delta event. <laughs> Shout out, Mister uh, Caldwell Pope. He's he's <laughs> a grinder though, because he's his kids in the NBA. He's still working. Legend, what a beast. Keeps busy. Good for him. What a guy. Ratlist, go. Ratlist. <laughs> Unprepared. <laughs> I thought you were putting KCP. Oh, no. KCP's dad is not on the Ratlist. He seems like he's very nice. <laughs> I thought you were putting him on the Ratlist. Um, Ratlist, yes. I was driving yesterday. Mm. Going to my dad's house to drop something off. And... I re- I have bad road rage, but I rarely use my horn. It's much more internal. Like I'll just yell. I won't like externalize it. I use my horn twice on the way there, and it's a ten minute drive. <clears throat> First one, I'm driving down the road. Obviously, cars are coming towards me. One car coming towards me takes a left onto a side street, uh, and I'm still going. And the car from the side street at the stop sign goes acceptable. The car behind that one follows without stopping, just rolls right through in front of me. Horn. Rat list, bad, can't do that. Wait your turn, bozo. <clears throat> Next one, worse. Cars coming towards me, cars turning left into their driveway. Instead of going all the way left, takes a left and proceeds to turn, driving down towards me. <laughs> I on, saw that the shit on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a close pin, but just on your finger. I know. I'm trying to demonstrate this, though. They're driving towards me, or they're, they're, yeah, they're coming towards me on the other side of the road. They go to turn into their driveway, but then they continue to drive towards me on my side of the road. Like they, they go because they want to back in. So then they mm. go like this, they go like, and they drive towards me and back in. But all I see are headlights coming towards me. So I'm like, I'm about to die. And they're like driving towards me to back in. And they take up, like they don't even move over enough. Rat list. I, I genuinely thought I was get, about to get into an accident. So two driver rat list there for the, uh, for the people. Woj, Ratlist, he's back. <laughs> Two-time Ratlist in two weeks, Woj. Woj, who just continues to put out anti-Celtics propaganda. If you missed it, yesterday he went on TV and he was like, hey, the Celtics aren't trying anymore because they miss Ime Udoka. Right. And it's a very controversial topic. Uh, yeah. You feel very strongly about it. I feel less strongly just because I don't feel like we know enough yet. But, I mean, it... We, we don't know. We don't know. But from what we do know, they got rid of him because he broke rules, essentially. They they haven't said anything else, right? You you are more educated on this than ignorant old Sam. He had a relationship with a woman that they thought was consensual at first or they thought started consensual. And then he started making unwanted harass okay. in comments towards the woman. And the reason we don't know, presumably, is because there was a legal investigation and lawyers got involved. And if the Celtics had lawyers, Ime Odoka had lawyers, which means stuff we're not you're not going to know. All you need to know is <clears throat> what was thought to be a consensual thing didn't end up being that. Woj and Shams were completely irresponsible and used the word consensual in the first reports, which is all people are ever going to remember now, which is why it's irresponsible. Yeah, which is like gross reporting by those two, irresponsible. Because they were trying to chase the story and get it out first, which is like both of them deserve to be on the ultimate rat list for that, because that's just disgusting. Um, 
And so that's why I feel strongly about it. And also the people on Twitter, some dude on Twitter, Ratlist, uh, responded mm. to me. He goes, he goes, let me find it. I'm going to read it verbatim. Yeah, yeah, hold up. It, it was idiot. I sent it. Yeah, to I, I, I truly it. don't know enough. Like, where where did that come from? Like, retracted reports? Like, Shams. this has been Sh- such a mess. of Shams, a... Shams wrote it in an athletic article. He did. Like, okay. The first thing. This has been such a mess of storytelling that I literally am just... Lost. Don't worry, guys. Uh, guy on Twitter has all of the details. It was consensual to start. He had sex with a married woman who was technically his subordinate. And at some point she decided she was all set and reported him. The C's mishandling of this is why it was a mess. So good thing that this random guy on Twitter knows what happened. Shut the fuck up. You, like, you're an idiot. Woj, by the <laughs> way, who uh, has the same <laughs> representation as Ime. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so <clears throat> people on Twitter were like, honest question. Do you have confirmation? I said... Like, cause I, I tweeted out. I don't think that guy was being facetious. I literally think he was asking out of respect for you. Like, like that. He's like, wow, I'm, I'm not. Well, no, let me, let me finish the question. I said, just an obscene string of reporting on the subject of a man who cultivated a gross work environment. Cause that's what he did. If you yes. harass a subordinate woman at your workplace, that's a gross work environment, especially when you're in a leadership role objectively. Um, Honest question. Do you have confirmation that Yudoka created a bad work environment? Big difference between consensual relationship and gross work environment. And I said, there is no difference between a relationship that is not consensual with another employee in a gross work environment. One breeds the other. And if you don't get that, I don't know what to tell you. And then he asked, did you confirm that it wasn't consensual? And I pulled up the, the report from Shams, which said this came out after he tweeted consensual. And then he had to pull it back. The second year's coach, some members of the Celtics organization who first became aware of the relationship in July source said at the time, team leadership was led to believe by both parties that their relationship was consensual. But sources said that the woman recently accused Vilka of making unwanted comments. So newsflash, that means it wasn't fucking consensual, you idiot. Don't put that in the tweet because you want to be first. So that's why I got mad. And the people begging for your Doka back, first of all, from like a humane perspective, gross second off like it's not like udoka like the problems that are happening under joe didn't happen under udoka from a player perspective maybe udoka from a purely basketball perspective was a better coach but like it, it, it he wouldn't be the magical solution to all this i just don't believe that anyway. i will say this about last season they absolutely had terrible terrible collapses make no mistake mm-hmm. we know all about it game five against milwaukee i barely slept but yeah. that the difference between that run and this run this year, the Celtics have not climbed back in a game in one. I, I think I'm correct. Last year, game two against Brooklyn, they climbed back from 17. I believe twice against Milwaukee, they clawed their way back in a game. And then, they almost come all the way back in game three against Miami in like completely like a crazy comeback at home. Game one in the finals, they come back in the fourth quarter. I mean, they had a little bit extra to not rolling over. But I suppose the, the disgusting blowing leads that I hate more than anything on the planet was still there. Yeah, and that's, my counter- that's when all the people are like, bring them back. My counter to that is that means they were also down by X amount of points in all of those games. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like th- this year they're just blowing people out and then holding it sometimes and blowing. Well, they're like, either blowing people out or they're not winning. Not true. Not entirely true. For the they're most still, part. Yes. 
Philly game was close and they managed to win it still. They held Atlanta off a couple times. Like I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I don't think the there's formula that tends to be blowout or loss. I suppose my point is Emeodoke is not the solution people want to believe, and I think that's a stupid take. But that's anyways. Agreeable. Anyways, that's all I got today. That's all I got for the rat list. Do I have another rat list? LeBron rat list. The retirement thing is stupid. You got swept. You don't want people to talk about you getting swept. You said, "Oh, I might not come back next year." He should have to like pay people if he comes back. Just, just because he annoyed me for one day. Yeah. He owes but, Sam and Millie. Yeah, like, when I tell people I don't like LeBron, they're like, why? I'm like, he's insufferable. Like, do you pay attention to the way he acts? <laughs> it's it, Those are just up the whole time. The it banners matter. have been up the whole time. Yeah. It's okay, YouTube. Sorry. Well, just just follow us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's insufferable. And if you, again, if you think he's not coming back next year, I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. you're trying to put the square peg in the round hole. You're the meme. <laughs> you're the Celtics after they go up 12. Brain dead. Uh, well, we'll see. I, I'm I'm happy we get to do another pregame show, another post. I am. Podcast. I'm very excited. Nobody's going to watch this today, but <laughs> I'm happy we get another chance to do pregame. I'm happy mm-hmm. we get to do another pod, at least one more. Mm-hmm. And if you are watching, subscribe to the channel. Mm-hmm. How about them Celtics? We appreciate the support lately. Go leave us ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's a pro- the you know shows have been doing really well there too. Leave a review. And if you're going to be mean to us, or if you want to be nice to us, leave the comments. That's the best part of my day. I put it on YouTube lately. I said Jack the best part of my day today is says I'm going to go get a coffee. Yeah, and then I'm going to read the comments. I wake up. I make my coffee outside of today when I had errands start in the morning. Uh, and I sit down, I read my YouTube comments whenever there's a new pot out. And uh, I posted that and I said, that's my routine. And Lewis commented, love you, Jack. And I just wanted to say, I love you too, Lewis. You appreciate mm. you. What a beast. I forgot but, uh, to mention yeah. already. I said on the pregame, good hair day for me. Celtics might there you win. Go. And they won. First good one of the playoffs. <laughs> a lot of pressure on me for Thursday. I was going to say, you better yeah. have another good one there. Big hey. pressure. <laughs> I'll I'll be on the blow dryer big time. Yes, yes. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you very much. I'll let you go. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on the YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Leave a like. Hit the little notification bell so you get all the new pods at 5 a.m. And also, you don't miss those pregame streams that we've been talking about. It's a good time. Chat's been lively lately. We've had some good viewership. Uh, We appreciate all the people that are new, all the people that are loyal listeners, and everyone in between. Why not? We appreciate you. On the streaming services, make sure you leave a follow, a five-star, and a nice comment. We'll appreciate that very much as well. If you want more of us on social, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at How About Them Seas. Facebook is just the name of the podcast. You can find the pregame streams there as well. If you want more of Jack, you can follow him on Twitter, at Jackson1NBA. Be on the lookout for uh, the Grant Williams Masterclass. Coming at you, bunch of words on <laughs> Celtics blog. He'll tweet it out, probably scheduled. You can follow Definitely. me at Sam LaFrance NBA if you want to see me tweet the uh, cycle of being a fan. That's it for us. Chick Taco. Come on. Taco.